1: It's time to get happy. Harvesting Happiness with Lisa Cypress-Kamen. A fresh talk radio approach promoting happiness because happiness is a choice. And happiness can be cultivated and harvested. Hence the name of the show, Harvesting Happiness. Lisa's going to shine a light on the well-being and global human flourishing by presenting a diverse and proactive collection of the greatest thinkers and doers who have devoted their lives to creating a better world in which to live. And as a filmmaker, psychologist, author, professor, and motivational speaker specializing in the field of happiness, Lisa Cypress-Kamen is widely recognized as an expert in the field. In the show, she'll also focus on military families, service personnel returning with PTSD, traumatic brain injury, and civilian life reintegration issues. So let's get to it. Harvesting happiness on TuggyNet.com. And now, here's your host, Lisa Cypress-Kamen.
2: Hello, everybody. Welcome to Harvesting Happiness Talk Radio. I'm your host, Lisa cypress Cayman. I'm here to talk with you today about happiness, well-being, and human flourishing. Authentic happiness is not selfish, egotistical, or narcissistic. In fact, the achievement of a happy life is not only good for us, but good for those around us. Sustainable happiness is important because it not only elevates our own well-being locally, but also contributes to the collective flourishing of humanity on a global level. In short, happiness matters. Happiness comes from the heart, and this show is all about the heart. Before we bring on our guest, I want to open up the phone lines for Collins, which we will do More regularly than we have in the past at 877-864-4869. Again, to call in 877-864-4869. With that, I'm here with our wonderful guest today, Gail Lynn Goodwin, who is the founder of InspireMeToday.com. InspireMeToday.com brings the best inspiration to the world. With members in more than 120 countries, Inspire Me Today provides free inspiration each and every day from a new inspirational luminary. Gail has interviewed many well known names, including Sir Richard Branson, Guy Lalabert, Seth Godin, Tony Shea, Gary Vaynerchuk, Michael Gerber, Marcy Shimoff. Jack Canfield, and hundreds more. <coughs> Excuse me. According to Mashable, Gail is one of 2009's top 25 most inspirational people, people on Twitter. Prior to InspireMeToday.com, Gail spent several years as a manager for her recording artist daughter, Carly, as a result of the success of their co penned song, Baby Come Back Home. Gail accompanied her daughter to bases in the US and to Guantanamo Bay, Cuba where Carly performed for our troops. Gail and Carly created the world's longest letter of love and support and delivered the 18-mile-long scroll on a month-long tour of Iraq and the Persian Gulf in 2006. The Global Hug Tour, this is fantastic, is her latest project. <laughs> Gail and her husband Daryl, a veteran pilot with NetJets, are currently planning the Global Hug Tour for fall 2011, where they will fly a small private plane around the world, stopping in 50 international cities to give more than 100,000 hugs and share millions of dollars with important nonprofit causes. Gail is a published author, a regular writer for the Huffington Post, and she offers mentoring as well as mastermind services to clients worldwide from her home in Big Fork, Montana. That's a mouthful. Welcome, Gail. (laughs) Thank you, Lisa. Oh, thank you. Thank you for being here. And I wanted to add to your luminary list that yours truly, Lisa cypress Cayman, was part of the luminaries that uh, was profiled on Inspire Me Today, and you can still find me there, I believe.
3: Absolutely.
2: Uh, And what's going on in Big Fork, Montana today? Actually,
0: (laughs) I have a small correction. About... Two months ago, we moved from Big Fork, a little bit further north. We're now in Whitefish, Montana. Wow! So and a little bit of a change, but about an hour away from Big Fork. So still in north, still in northwestern Montana, very close to Glacier National Park, very close to the Canadian border.
2: Beautiful. And and are, are you covered in snow there today, or are you starting? We to are. Thaw
0: out? Well, we are starting to thaw out. We had snow last night, and it's just spectacularly beautiful.
2: Oh, no doubt. No doubt. In fact, when I'm done with the show today, I have a conference call with somebody in Bozeman. Bo- did you say Bozeman? Bozeman. Bozeman, right. Bozeman. huh So Montana is on my map today. Well, me- you'll just have to come visit. Oh, I can't wait. Let, let, let's start and just talk about what inspired you to create InspireMeToday.com.
0: Well, you know, Lisa, it's kind of funny. It came from selfish motivations originally in that when I went to the gym in the mornings, I would take my MP3 player with me. And on days that I would do aerobics, I would listen to very up-tempo music. And on days that I would do weight training, I would listen to books on tape. And about a month or two into this, I realized, man, there must be something to lifting weights because on days that I do weight training, those days rock. And then it was like, duh, I really don't think it has to do with what I'm doing as much as what I'm putting into my body nourishment-wise as far as inspiration. And from that, I realized that those days that I listened to something inspiring made such a difference in my day. So I started acquiring this huge library of, of information, and from that, started sharing it with friends and family. And then I got to watch the difference in their lives, and things change for them, and realized, huh? I'm on to something. And that's where the original inspiration for Inspire Me Today came from. Wow. And how long ago was that? Well, the funny thing is, is you know how you we make plans and then God makes other plans and kinds of la- kind of laughs. It was one of those kind of situations in that I actually booked the name for Inspire Me Today in 2004. And then my daughter graduated from college, and she has always had this amazing angelic voice. And we've—I've always promised her that when you're ready, I'll be there for you to help you follow your dream. She graduated from college, moved to Nashville, and said, "Mom, I'm ready." The two of us, and that—that that starts into, "Baby, come back home." We wrote this song together, put it out as an audio postcard on the internet. The success of that song, we had requests from all over the place asking Carly to come visit and entertain the military wives, the families, at the various bases. So my my dreams, I guess you could say, my goals for Inspire Me Today were put on hold so that I could help support my daughter's career. I spent several years doing that, and it wasn't until we were at the very first base in Iraq that interestingly enough, a young boy came up to me and asked for a mom hug. That was his only request. He told me it had been nine months and four days since he'd been touched. Uh, and I just opened my arms and said, come here. And he said, no, no, hang on. Before you say yes, you need to understand, I haven't had a shower in 37 days. And I said, I don't care. And as I'm hugging this, this boy, and he's he's got tears and I've got tears, I asked him why haven't you, you know, I don't care, but why haven't you had a shower in 37 days. And he explained to me that he lived in a ditch on the border of Iraq and Syria about 3 miles from the base and was only permitted to come back for about 2 to 3 days every 30 to 40 days. Otherwise, he was out there in a ditch by himself. And I'm trying to reconcile this in my brain and I just said to him, "How do you do it? I don't know that I could live in my house for 30 days by myself. With no contact with anyone? And he said, yeah, there's no contact with anyone. And he reached back in his backpack, pulls out an MP3 player, and says, I am always looking for good inspiration. And I just felt like God tapped me on the shoulder and said, hey, remember that website we talked about? And that's really, I came back from that trip to Iraq and founded Inspire Me Today, and we launched in 2008.
2: Wow well I, I love your description of the mom hug because there is something so powerful i mean it, it has I have tears in my eyes just just thinking about it. there is something that a mom's hug gives that is powerful and inspirational and comforting above no other form of comfort so i I get it and I can see the picture so clearly and see how it was God or spirit or Something higher than, than yourself, tapping you on the shoulder and saying, it's your moment.
0: Exactly. And I, you know, it was a difficult thing to leave my daughter and put her in someone else's capable hands. But I knew that after the years that I had spent with her, that it was the right decision. And it turns out it was the perfect decision for both of us. Mm,
2: timing is everything. And what what I hear you really saying is on a daily basis, you get to dispense a daily recipe of of comb- combining brain and soul food.
0: Absolutely. And the, the greatest thing, Lisa, is it doesn't come from me. That's why I call myself the ambassador because I'm the gatherer. I go out and get it from amazing people like you and from Richard Branson and Guy Laliberte and just all the amazing wisdom that's out there. Each day we ask people like you, Lisa, if you had 500 words of wisdom to leave to humanity, what would you want to share? What matters and what doesn't? Yes. and And I'm
2: sorry. Go ahead, Gail. No, no, no.
0: I was just saying, so it's the kind of place that you can come to for just 30 seconds or five minutes and get that shot of adrenaline for the day to take you through whatever it is you need to tackle that day.
2: And let's talk a little bit about the Inspire Me Today protocol. You you go to the website, you sign up, and then every day you can expect to wake up to a beautiful pearl of wisdom.
0: Exactly. And, and you don't even need to sign. I mean, you can sign up and have it emailed to you. You can also subscribe by RSS feed. There's an iPhone app. You, you can follow me on Twitter. There's all kinds of ways to get it. You choose. <laughs> We're trying to make it easy here.
2: And it's free. Isn't that the thing? It's about easy. You know, one of the things that uh, is a misnomer about personal personal growth is that one has to toil with it, that it has to be, in order to get to a place of some form of enlightenment or to broaden one's horizon, that it has to be difficult. And what you're proving through Inspire Me today is it does not.
0: Oh, absolutely. Life can be as easy as we allow it to be when we get out of the way. (laughs) Ha
2: ha ha. I love that, getting out of one's own way. That's the biggest thing. That is the biggest thing, and we're going to to go to break shortly, and when we come back, I would love to take a few minutes and talk about the process of getting out of one's own way, especially in the face of adversity, because everyone faces adversity on one level or another in life, because that is just part of the human experience, and when we return, Gail and Goodwin and I are going to talk about overcoming adversity through inspiration and And probably one or two other uh, yummy tidbits. This is Lisa Cypress-Kamen, and we are on Harvesting Happiness Talk Radio. We'll be right back with Gail Lynn Goodwin of InspireMeToday.com. And here come those tunes.
1: know that life is tough and that happiness can and does live along with adversity. We'll be right back to explain how on Harvesting Happiness with Lisa Cyphers-Kamen on TokyNet.com.
3: Part of the grateful good. Grateful Nation brings together patients, families, friends, and staff of Beth Israel Deaconess Medical Center to support the quality care and groundbreaking research at the medical center. Through new and traditional media, members of Grateful Nation share experiences, thank our caregivers and researchers, participate in sweepstakes, and gather to sponsor and host events and much more. Being grateful inspires others to be grateful as well. Isn't it time we jumpstart some perpetual gratitude? Visit Grateful Nation online to find out more at www.gratefulnation.org. Have a grateful day. everybody, this is Pete Dix of Beatles and Beyond. You're listening to George Harrison jamming in the background here as I'm preparing the next show for you. So why don't you listen to Beatles and Beyond with Pete Dix on this radio station.
1: Welcome back to Harvesting Happiness with Lisa Cypress-Kamen on TogiNet. The show dedicated to promoting happiness because happiness is a choice and happiness can be cultivated and harvested. Hence the name of the show. So let's get back to it. It's Harvesting Happiness on TogiNet.com. And now, back to your host, Lisa Cypress-Kamen.
2: Welcome back, everybody. This is Lisa Cypress-Kamen, and I am your host here today with Gail Lynn Goodwin, the founder of InspireMeToday.com. And prior to the break, we began talking about adversity and finding inspiration and strength in the face of adversity. Welcome back, Gail. Thank you. Thank you for being here. We, On the break, we were continue to talk about adversity and talk about it not only as adversity being part of the human experience and living, but the kinds of adversity that come from extraordinary circumstances such as war. Because we have uh, many military families that listen to the show and Togina in general, I wanted to talk a little bit about that, about how to stay strong, how to stay inspired and focused, when things are not always going well.
0: Wow, you're hitting a subject here that is so near and dear to my heart because of the amount of military families that I've had the opportunity to meet during the tour with my daughter. And so I, let me start off by saying they have the ultimate, my ultimate, love, respect, and support. I think the wives specifically, the well, let's say the spouses and families here in the States are the ones that have the most difficult job because, because of the unknown, just because mm. of not knowing what's going on over there. And I think no matter if you're talking a military family or any of us that get into adverse situations, the best thing that we can do to deal with it is focus on something else. Anytime we have a choice, like you talk about having a choice of happiness or not, we have a choice of what we want to focus on. And if we sit, to, if we choose to sit there and focus on worrying about this, worrying about that, it life just doesn't become fun. Versus find your passion, find your joy, whatever that is, whether it's your child or whether it's music or, or a hobby or you're a writer or whatever that might be for you, follow that. And when you find yourself getting into those places of darkness, of the fear and the worry, instead, make a conscious choice to, if I were happy, what would I be thinking of right now? And think of that instead. And I know it sounds hokey. But once you train yourself to do this, it becomes easier and easier so that it becomes a habit that you say, I don't want to go there. I want to go here instead. Mm.
2: Exercising our happiness muscles, which is... Absolutely. (laughs) You know, uh, doing something that uh, gives us some pleasure, doing something for someone else, which is often, I find, one of the greatest interventions to adversity, fear, the unknown, um, self-doubt is, you know what, I'm going to put the hold button on my own drama, and I'm going to go assist somebody else.
0: Oh, absolutely. You know, one of the sayings I've always had, Lisa, is the best way to get unstuck is go do something for someone else. When you reach out with love and compassion to somebody else, your world shifts sometimes even more than theirs does. But just I, by reaching out.
2: I I agree with you. I mean, a great part of what I have the joy of doing, you know, through the radio, through the coaching, sure. and through our nonprofit, which I don't know if you're aware of Gail, but since we last
4: no, communicated tell me, tell
2: me. I have started a uh, non-profit to work with our returning military personnel and their families challenge. Sure. Yeah. With, with, uh, combat trauma. And I know that we're having a little crunchiness on your audio on the other end. So if you could just turn it down a titch, that would oh, be certainly. great. That's okay. I think that may help us out on this end. I'm sorry to interrupt you. No problem. Cause your mic I think is, uh, crunching against your jacket
0: no it's it's standing freestanding on the desk oh all away right from me so i'm not sure what it is but uh I turned it down a notch, so oh. there
2: you go. Oh well, see, you know we're very loosey goosey here, and the, one of the, the blessings <laughs> of Toginet is that they'll never censor us, so we can we can talk about mics, we can talk about inspiration, we can talk about anything, Perfect. and they will not cut us off. But back to our subject matter of adversity and helping others and um, harvesting happiness for Heroes org, which is um, uh, my nonprofit that is working in just this very way that we're talking about is getting out there and doing something for some else and addressing addressing adversity head-on it's not that we need to shrink away from it.
0: No, absolutely not no I, I want to hear more about your nonprofit Lisa tell me what you're doing.
2: Well, we are offering um, pro bono services in workshop format and through an online community that we're about to launch to uh, work with service personnel. I'm presently doing a pilot program for our local VA here in Los Angeles, where I'm uh, offering Harvesting Happiness workshops for heroes as part of a job retraining program from the addiction unit within the VA. So this has really been an awesome eye-opening experience for me to reach out to veterans from many, you know, many of our our past conflicts. It's not just the recent ones. And help them reawaken the smiles in their heart, which is what I do. That is my mission. And we just started this a few months ago. And I (coughs) really appreciate the opportunity to toot my own horn on my own show because it usually is the other way. This is all about the people that I get to... uh, to share their daily inspiration, which I love to refer to your work as inspirational tourism.
0: That's a really interesting way of saying it. Okay, that works. Well, I'm glad you can tell that I'm used to interviewing people because here I am asking you the question of, hey, tell <laughs> us about this thing. I, it's, it's such a soft spot in my heart. You know, our military have such a close spot in my heart. And so that's why I just had to ask what what you're doing, because instantly I go to, how can I help? What context do I have that I can hook up with Lisa so that you guys together can collaborate and do something even more magnificent? So we'll talk about
2: that offline. We will talk about it offline, but I was thinking about Carly because we have an association with Guitars for Vets, and I'm wondering if there's not some synergy with her music,
0: and, well, uh, at, at this point, I appreciate the offer, but at this point, she has gotten married, had a child, and has retired from music. Oh, so she is a mom right now, a full time mom, and so that's that's her that's her thing right now. Well,
2: congratulations, Grandma. She's making Thank different you. music. She's making very different music right now.
0: <laughs> exactly, and it's amazing. I love it.
2: Yes. Well, that, that that is just beautiful. Um, let's talk about staying on track each day. Let's say that we decide that we are going to stay out of our own way, stay out of the uh, Debbie Downer pity party of what's not going well in our lives, and make a commitment to shift.
0: You know, and again, you just nailed it right there, Lisa, when you said make a commitment, because that's really what it is. It's again, another choice. Every day when we get up in the morning, we have a choice of what is this day going to look like. And you can look at all the things that appear around you and appear to be real. You know, you may find a bill on your nightstand. You may get a phone call. That's not good news. You have a choice to jump into that and go, oh, poor me, or to say, you know what? This is the day that I choose to have, and it's going to look like this. And I think it all comes from the discipline of setting up the day in advance, And what I mean by that is this. You know when you were a little kid and you went to bed on Christmas Eve? You remember that kind of excitement that you felt knowing what was coming the next morning?
2: Absolutely.
0: What if you went to bed every night with that kind of excitement for, here are my three things I'm going to get accomplished tomorrow, and wow, what an incredible gift this day is going to be. And you wake up with that kind of intent. You never woke up on Christmas morning worried about anything. You just didn't. And if you can wake up and train yourself to do that every night when you go to bed, have your three things so you know what you want to accomplish the following day. You wake up in the morning. I have two things I do every single morning that, as soon as I open my eyes, my vision board is hanging across my bedroom. That I can look over and say, "Wow, oh, I'm, I, you know, this is just amazing. These are the things that I'm working on right now in my life that I know are here. There, I just I don't see them yet, but I know that they're here." And then when I achieve something from that vision board, I take it off that vision board and I walk in my office and I have a gratitude wall and I'll put a picture of whatever on that gratitude wall. And then as I'm here in my office, I'm looking at it right now and it has dozens of photographs and it has, you know, uh, thank you notes and letters and just things from people that matter to me and things that I've accomplished so that on those days and yes we all have those days where you just you know feel like pond scum that you're not worthy and you know all that kind of inner chatter talk that everybody has you walk over to that board and you say wow look at look at what i've done look at my life look at what i have to be grateful for and instantly everything shifts and i think it all comes from a place of gratitude whoever you are wherever you are If you're able to sit down and wake up every morning or or look at your life and just say, okay, I may not yet be where I want to be, but what am I grateful for in this moment? Everything shifts.
2: Oh, I agree. And this is certainly one of the greatest interventions um, in in addition to service that, uh, that I use in my workshops is gratitude, is just expressing thanks for what is going right in life, which automatically minimizes what is going wrong. Exactly. Automatically, just by saying thank you, thank you, Gail, for being here today. Any chatter that I might have in my mind about other things I have to take care of after our hour together, whatever is worrying me, is gone. It's evaporated because I'm in the moment with you, exactly. and that—that
0: that is the tool. And you know, I know I'm onto something with this, Lisa, in that I have interviewed probably close to 500 different luminaries, and I ask them the question. I'm sorry, my uh, little something beeped here on my, on my Skype. Um, I asked them the question, how do you stay on track every day? And I would be willing to bet if I counted over 90% of them say gratitude. Dr. John Martini actually went as far as to say he will not put his feet on the floor and get out of bed until he can shed a tear of gratitude every morning. Now think about that for a minute. How long would you have to stay in bed to be able to physically shed a tear of gratitude every day before you put your feet on the floor?
2: That's a very good point, although not long, because I, too, have exercised my gratitude muscle in the duration of this work over the past several years. I am aware of its power, and I love to share, to share the message with people because it is astounding. Even people who are in dire and adverse conditions, you know, where there has been illness, trauma, loss of life, um, compromised situations, financial destruction – Gratitude and service are the two top things that I think keep us on track. And we're going
0: to. Couldn't agree with you more.
2: We are going to go to a break, and when we come back from the break with Gail Goodwin of InspireMeToday.com, I would like to talk more about these very simple interventions in action and how they relate to showing up for life. Because so much about all of this work, about inspiration, is simply showing up for life with a positive attitude in spite of adversity. And I'm not—I know I'm not being Pollyanna in the approach. You know, it's this is not a la la woo woo approach to living. These are very concrete tools that are backed by science. And we'll talk about it more when we come, uh, come back from the break. This is Lisa Cypress-Kamen, your host at Harvesting Happiness Talk Radio. And you can call us, make contact with us at 877-864-4869. And here come the tunes. We'll be right back with Gail Goodwin.
1: We know that life is tough and that happiness can and does live along with adversity. We'll be right back to explain how on Harvesting Happiness with Lisa ciphers Cayman on TokiNet.com. It's time to get your boots on. We have a boot campaign with hosts Megan Roth and Bailey Gray, Thursdays at noon, 1 central on toginet.com, sponsored by Austin Bank. The whole point of the boot campaign is to continue the true grassroots initiative developed by a group of patriotic women known as the Boot Girls. Inspired by the true story of Marcus Luttrell, the lone survivor, the Boot Girls got started with celebrities but want every American to get your boots on by purchasing a pair of the Give Back combat boots. The campaign's motto is simple. When they come back, we give back. For more on the Boot Campaign, go to the website, bootcampaign.com. The Boot Campaign Get Your Boots On Show will feature discussions on current events impacting the lives of active duty and retired military, interviews with our nation's war heroes, medical professionals, and celebrities who have put their boots on. Do your part and join us for The Boot Campaign Get Your Boots On Show with Megan Roth and Benny Gray, Thursdays at noon, 1 p.m. Central, on toginet.com. I am not the woman I used to be. I'm free. With Minister Diane Jones. Welcome back to Harvesting Happiness with Lisa Cypress-Kamen on TogiNet, The show dedicated to promoting happiness because happiness is a choice and happiness can be cultivated and harvested. Hence the name of the show. So let's get back to it. It's Harvesting Happiness on Tokenet.com. And now, back to your host, Lisa Cypress-Kamen.
2: Welcome back, everyone. This is Lisa Cypress-Kamen, your host at Harvesting Happiness Talk Radio. I'm here today with Gail Lynn Goodwin, who is the founder of InspireMeToday.com. We are going to open up the lines for call-ins at 877-864-4869. And we were talking about and continuing to talk about adversity. And just as a a chuckle, you know, we've got a little uh, phone situation over here. (laughs) because gail lives in the boonies and and we've we've learned that she's relying upon the ethers and uh the satellite and mars aligned with venus to uh to come to us on the airwaves so forgive any sort of crunchiness that you might hear because it's just part of part of the texture
0: of the show today welcome back gail thank you and i apologize for any problems with the mic I, yes. I mean i do I do interviews all the all the time every day on this, and I, so I don't know what the problem is today, so my apologies oh, there's nothing to apologize about now
2: that we understand we we're just we're going to go with the flow and we're going to talk about adversities and, and interventions for adversity and how to stay on track perfect so I, I, just, I just throw the ball over in your court to continue about uh, staying on track when things are not really feeling okay.
0: You know, I think the, all of us have two sides of ourselves, That We have that strong side that feels like we are invincible and we can do anything. And you, we all know what that feels like. And then we also have that weak, scared side of, oh boy, how am I going to deal with this situation? Or what do I do with that bill? Or what do I do about that job? Or what do I do about whatever? And I have found one of the things that really helps keep me on track is one of those days that you are flying high and you are invincible, make a recording for yourself. Do it on your iPhone, do it on whatever. And I have made one that it's about two minutes and it says things like, I am so grateful. Now that, and then it goes into things that are on my vision board. Now that we have this beautiful home in the mountains, that we have time to be of service, that we have, and you say everything that you want to create in your world, not necessarily what you already have. So you can have some of both, but I do it in such a, wow, I am so excited, jumping up and down, woohoo kind of way. And then on those days that you wake up and you don't feel quite as strong or quite as positive or quite as powerful, go listen to that. It is on my playlist on my iPhone when I go walk or jog in the morning. And I put that on probably every other day. And I have to laugh at myself. When I hear myself, it's so hokey. But yet at the same time, there's something on a cellular level inside of me that goes, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Because you recognize that because it's coming from yourself. And mm-hmm. it kind of says, oh, okay, this stuff that I think I'm worried about is just ridiculous. And it shifts things for me right there and then. So that's one tool that might help people, even if you, if you don't have a way to record it and write it down. Write down something about how amazing you know you are inside and post it on your wall. And when you get up in the morning, look at that and let that be your reassurance because you are amazing. We are all such powerful, incredible, infinite beings with the power to do, be, or create anything. And it's when we stop remembering that that we get into trouble.
2: This is so true, and it is when we stop remembering it in the adverse moments, in the darkness, and exactly. when the, you know those little, the night noise that comes. And I know most of you out there have experienced what I call the night noise, which is what awakes us from our sleep, and we start the chatter, the chatter that says, you know, how am I going to get through this? What am I going to do? I can't do this, oh, and the reason- exactly. And the reality of it is the same power, the same brainwaves that tells us that we cannot is the very same kinds of energy that needs to be shifted to
0: reaffirm that we can. Exactly. And, you know, it's really funny as we as humans, how we can sit and think of, oh, what if, what if this happens and what if this happens and what if this happens? And we can run through that in our brains. But rarely do we sit there and say, Ha-ha, what if it all goes right? Wow, what will that look like? <laughs> Try that instead. It's a heck of a lot more fun. Indeed it is. And I just
2: finished writing a little book that we're going to release on all of the uh, the websites as well as on the radio website. It's a little book about happiness, and it talks about when you get into that negative space, the what-ifs, the night noise, the uh, self-defeating, irrational beliefs, that it actually is an invitation for it to come in. That when we start to say, you know, what if this bad thing happens? We are creating energy around possibility.
0: Oh, sure. What you think about, what you focus on is what you bring about. Why would you want to focus on something yucky?
2: Yes, exactly. Why? No,
0: it's, could- it's, it's so much more fun to focus on what if. I mean, think back when you were a little kid. And you, you know, I can remember building a fort in a field near my house, in a tree house. And I mean, I made... Gourmet meals out of weeds that we served back. We'd never ate it, but we pretended that we did. I mean, we had tea parties on the bottom of our little swimming pool in the backyard. We did all kinds of crazy things with our imagination. And because we were able to think about that, we felt good. We were creating something. Do that now. Pretend you're seven all over again. Go create those same kind of what if. If you, I mean, I would challenge every single person listening to this to ask yourself, what if you knew that what you were doing you what if you couldn't fail you know Mm -hmm. what would you do how how big can you dream if you knew you couldn't fail what would you go try and go do that you know when you talk about adversity Lisa so many people will get and they'll say well I've had this vision or I have this dream and I really want to do x but I don't know how to start that and so they never take the first step and I really look at it as if I'm going to drive from Los Angeles to New York, I may I, – that's kind of, you know, if I picture in my head, okay, L.A. to New York, I'm going to be going northeast. But there are times on that trip that I guarantee you I'll be going southwest because that's the way the road loops during the, during the tour to get there. And instead of saying, ah, I'm going southwest. This sucks. We're going the wrong way. I quit. When around the corner is an expressway that takes you directly northeast. So I guess I've learned that just trust the process, keep on going. I know the direction I'm heading, even though some days throw loops or U-turns or what seems to be circuitous detours that don't make sense. When I look back, they all made sense. And I never would have achieved what I achieved had I not taken those detours.
2: And the detours are, in fact, the journey itself.
0: And isn't that the fun part?
2: Yes, Yes, it is part of the tourism. You know, I've been writing a lot in the last few days about emotional tourism, inspirational tourism. Idea tourism is, is a concept that Seth Godin wrote about uh, in his blog a few days ago, which just sparked so many ideas in my mind. He is such an incredible idea man. I and, love uh, Seth. Don't you? <laughs>
0: uh, he's an amazing guy.
2: I'd love to have him on this show.
0: I had the opportunity to fly back and spend about a half a day with him at his offices in New York, and interview him on video, and it was just way a great day. Oh, he's amazing.
2: He is, uh, and there's very there's very uh, spiritual content in his work, even though he's all about the business and all about being profitable. It is a spiritual base about doing the right thing and and feeding your soul, nurturing what it is you dream about to bring it true, to bring it to fruition, to make it happen.
0: You know, the funny thing is, Lisa, almost all of the rock star luminaries that I have interviewed all have that same basis. No matter, I mean, even Richard Branson, Guy LaLiberté, these guys that are billionaires that are on the Forbes list of the top 100 or 200 wealthiest people in the world, they still have that core essence of you've got to be doing something you love. You've You've got to find a way to be of service at the same time. And when you put those things together, you cannot help but succeed.
2: Indeed. And I think this is a very valuable point about the corollary between money and happiness. We all say, oh, if I had more money, I'd be happy. If I could buy this or that, I would be happy. And at the same time, we all know that money does not really buy happiness. But the kernel of truth in, in the men that you speak of is because they use their money to do good for others, to serve others, they themselves are exponentially more happy.
0: You're right. And you know, it's, it's interesting in that in speaking with these folks, they all came back and said, if I had gone after this to make money, I probably would have failed. I did what I did because I love what I'm doing, and it just happens that I made money while I was doing it. Mm. So follow the passion and let the passion lead you to the money rather than following the money because it will never lead you to the passion. (laughs)
2: That's true. It's true. Uh, Shakti Gawain, many years ago, I'm now going to date myself because it's probably 20 some odd years ago, wrote a book called Do What You Love and the Money Will Follow.
0: And it is the truth, isn't it? Without any doubt whatsoever. And, you know, I would much rather do what I love and have less money than have more money and not be doing what I love. Amen. Isn't that true? This is the journey. These are the days that we're going to look back on someday and say, they were the good old days. That's where we are right now. So you might as well be doing something that you're loving.
2: And when you love it. you are are joyful. And when you are joyful, you start spreading that happiness virus. Your joy resonates with another person who then um, resonates with another person and so on and so forth. And this is what uh, creates more love, less war. And it's an internal war too. We're minimizing the internal struggle that we each have the possibility of, of having as well as externally.
0: Absolutely. Couldn't agree with you more.
2: We are going to go to a break, and I think we're going to have a caller who's been quietly camping here on the lines, and uh, I'm with Gail Lynn Goodwin of inspiremetoday.com. This is Lisa Cypress-Kamen, your host at Harvesting Happiness Talk Radio. I'm going to give myself a plug for our newly formed, pending 501c3, Harvesting Happiness for Heroes, which you can find online at H-H, the number four, and then heroes, H-E-R-O-E-S dot org. We will be right back, and we will carry on our discussion about vision, happiness, inspiration, and how to stay on track um, with Gail Goodwin of inspiremetoday.com. And here we go.
1: my heart? Where is my heart? We know that life is tough and that happiness can and does live along with adversity. It's we'll be right back to explain how on Harvesting Happiness with Lisa cypress Cayman on TokiNet.com. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for you to be a rock star. Get ready to rock with Rock Talk and Craig Deswald and learn how to achieve rock star status in your industry every Tuesday afternoon at 2. One Central on Toginet.com. Craig Deswald is the creator of the Rockstar System for Success. Craig will share easy tips and strategies on how entrepreneurs and businesses can use outside-the-box marketing strategies to stand out from the competition. Each high-energy show will feature interviews with celebrity rock stars as well as business rock stars. For more on Craig, the show, and the Rockstar Marketing boot camps, check out the website Craig D U S W A L T.com. So you can learn how to be perceived as an expert and celebrity in your field. So more people come to you to buy your services and products. Then get ready to be a rock star with Rock Talk and Craig Dozwall. Tuesday afternoons at two, one central on druggynet.com. Part
3: of the Grateful Good. Being grateful inspires others to be grateful as well. Isn't it time we jumpstart some perpetual gratitude? Visit Grateful Nation online to find out more at www.gratefulnation.org. Have a grateful day.
1: Welcome back to Harvesting Happiness with Lisa Cypress-Kamen on Tokenet. The show dedicated to promoting happiness because happiness is a choice and happiness can be cultivated and harvested. Hence the name of the show. So let's get back to it. It's Harvesting Happiness on Tokenet.com. And now, back to your host, Lisa Cypress-Kamen.
2: Welcome back, everyone. I'm here today with Gail Lynn Goodwin of inspiremetoday.com, and we are talking about adversity, happiness, joy, how to stay on track when you are experiencing, when one is experiencing some hard times. Welcome back, Gail. Thank you, Lisa. Thanks for being here. I want to just touch upon something that we talked about briefly, but as a tool for our listeners, and this is the vision board Or the audible vision message or just simply writing down the vision. Because not everybody is oriented to cut and paste their vision board as uh, would be done in a classical vision board. And there are other ways and tools to help define and concretize one's messages or goals.
0: Absolutely. Lisa, can I share a story with you? Please do. About four years ago, I was living in Northern California... I knew that I wanted to move to the mountains. I knew that I wanted to find the man of my dreams. I wanted to fall in love and get married. And then I had things like being of service and certain nonprofits that I wanted to help. And then I had two what I think are exotic, outrageous things I also put on my vision board. I wanted a black X5 BMW. And I love to fly. So I put a picture of a Gulfstream G4 airplane on my vision board, put up the vision board, Within about one week, found a house in the mountains of Colorado, moved to that house. Two days later, met a man that looked like the guy on my vision board. Want to guess what kind of car he drove and what kind of airplane he flew? (laughs) Seriously, within two weeks, I had the house, the guy who is my husband now, who drives a black X5 BMW, which is now mine, and he flies a Gulfstream airplane. I believe. I believe. Now, in what the are the power. chances of that? You know, people say, "Oh, that's just that's ridiculous." Well, then I go back and say, "All right, I had a separate vision board to find my husband. I really wanted to find my soulmate, the right person on this planet for me." And I took a. I'm looking at it right now. It's hanging here in front of me in my office. It's a double canvas, and on the back of it, I wrote, "My love is in two interchangeable hearts," and I listed. Physically, I, there must be 150 different traits that described who this man is. The very first day we met, he came up to my house, and that canvas was sitting on my easel in my office. He kinds of looks at it and says, what's this? And I'm thinking, oh, shoot, I really should have put that away. And I thought, you know what? You might as well know right up front who I am and what I'm looking for, because if not, then, you know, you go your way, I go mine, and it's faster time I, I find what I'm looking for. So anyway, we sit down and we go through the whole list of the things on the back. The next day, he flew out of the area, and he was away on business for two weeks. He called me every night, and as we talked, I held the vision for what I wanted, and I painted the other side. I painted a painting on the other side of two two hearts. Long story short, about a week after he returned from those two weeks, he moved in, we got married on the anniversary of our first year, and we've been together four years now, I've never been happier. And it all came from having a vision. I mean, it comes down to it for me, if you walk into a restaurant, you would never sit down and say, bring me whatever. And chances are, if you did, you'd probably complain about what was served to you. But instead, you're going to walk in and say, okay, I want the salmon, I'd like it done medium rare, I want the salad, I want the dressing on the side, you're going to be very specific, and then you're going to be happy. Life is the same way. If you don't have a vision and you don't ask for what it is you want, stop complaining about what you get. Does that make sense?
2: It makes perfect sense. And it it, it attests to our power. You know, you've heard the expression, be careful what you ask for, you might get it. Well,
0: we are that powerful. We really are. Absolutely. We have no idea the power we have. And even when I do things like this time and time again with, you know, the X5 or the the Gulfstream or the, the guy or whatever... I still question, oh, well, maybe, maybe that was a fluke. And then you've got to go try it again. And it works again. And it's like there's still some little voice in the back of our minds trying to keep us playing small. And it, we just have to say enough. I am unlimited. I have the potential to do these kind of things in my own life. Yeehaw, let's go make it happen. And yes. that's where it gets really exciting. In,
2: in, indeed, it does. And the playing sp- the playing small bit is one that we need to wrap our head around, because playing small, small does not work when you're trying to make a grand vision your, your life.
0: Well, you know what I've kind of, I'm, it's been something that I've struggled with, because my mother is a very humble woman from very modest background, and she still has the, oh, I don't want to be in the limelight. Oh, you you know, she's the one that is always in the background. And I guess I have some of that in me, and it took a little overcoming to say, I can't play big and do great things in the world unless I step up to the full potential of who I am. And if I really want to make a bigger difference for other people, it's not selfish of me to be the best me that I can be. It's actually selfish of me if I don't
2: Yes, the withholding of yourself exactly. is withholding your grace, your goodness from from the world. And we have a caller, and I would love to get her on. She's calling in from New England, and hello.
4: Thanks for, for taking the... Hi. <laughs> do you have a question for Gail? Well, I do. I'm really enjoying this conversation. Um, Gail, I wanted to, to know what your um, advice or what your... Um, abilities are to sort of stay on track when you are facing difficult circumstances, because I know sometimes it's all well and good to have a vision and to have sort of that passion to want to, to follow it. But if you're keep facing adversity from one reason or another, from external circumstances, how do you stay on track?
0: It's a matter of focus and it's a matter of gratitude. And You know, I I don't want anybody to ever listen to what I have to say and then say, oh, well, she had it easy. She doesn't know what adversity is like. I've been divorced twice. I have filed bankruptcy. I mean, I have gone through the ringer and back out the other side. But what I've learned is if you focus on the, oh, poor me, life sucks, you're going to stay there. And it is a choice, just like happiness. It is a conscious choice you have to make each and every day of, Going to whatever core essence of who you are inside, for me, whether you call it the universe or God or spirit or nature or whatever it is for you, go to that part and you think, I know without a fact that I am an unlimited, infinite being. And if I do know that, an infinite being would not waste time on fear. An infinite being would not worry about what if an infinite being would plan and create we were born as creators we were created as creators go create so if that's true and again i still uh, there are still those days that you have those questions in the back of your mind because you don't know how you're going to pay the rent or you don't know how you're going to feed the kids or you don't know how you're going to do you know go back to that horrible job you hate mm-hmm. create the vision first find out why you want to make the changes you want to make and focus on the what and the why and let go of the how. And what I mean by that is, my daughter and I, when we did that letter, the longest letter of love and support to the troops, I mean, I don't know if you caught it at the beginning when Lisa said that, it was 18 and a half miles long by three feet tall on this immense scroll. Now, if you had come to me prior to this and said, okay, Gail, here's what you have to do. I want you to go out and create an 18-and-a-half-mile letter and then somehow figure out a way to get into a war-torn country for a month and hang out with our troops. I would have looked at you and said, you are nuts. I have no idea how to do that. Yeah. I would have focused then on the how. And instead, I focused on how can I be of the greatest service? And when you ask that question, doors open. So take the focus from the problems. You are not your problems. And when you take the focus away from the problems and you say, "Okay, I'm not my problems. What's my vision? What's my grander vision for me?" and focus on the why and the what—what what you want to do and why you want to do it—I promise you, the how will show up. Just like, does, yep. D- does that help?
4: <laughs> yes, it does. It really, really does. It's—it's it's so. Uh, I think so many times our our uh, control, our inner. Wants to control things, and um, I think if we let go of that uh, that sense of having to control, um, and just let that that like you say that vision come through, then um, things things will probably happen. I'm hoping anyway. It's it's been a, it's been a trial we've had. Um, unemployment for an awfully long time. So we're really um, we're really trying to stay focused, and that's been our that's been our challenge.
0: I would sincerely challenge you to go make a vision board, and whether okay. you do it by writing it down, whether you do it, I have one that's actually on my iPhone that I've taken pictures, and I have a whole photo album that's my vision board. And if I'm you know, sitting at the dentist and have an extra ten minutes that I'm waiting, wherever, yeah. whenever. I just flip through it. If you keep it in front of your mind's eye, it will come to you. Too many times we focus on the problem itself rather than on, if this problem didn't exist, what would I like in my life? And then watch it show up. Mm-hmm. Well, this so hang awesome. in there. Hang in there. Know that it's coming. Awesome. It's actually already here, even though you can't see it yet. Well, I'm going to keep logging
4: into your website even more often now because um, that's, that's exactly you. what I need is that inspiration and you've given it to me. Thank you, well, Gail. thank
0: you. You're most thank welcome.
4: Thank you, Lisa.
2: Thanks for calling in. We are out of time again. So Gail, I would love to have you come back on the show in a few months and we'll we'll check in with one another because I think that you're such a tremendous inspiration to so many people myself included and this is a just a wonderful message to our listeners to to keep on task, to keep to keep the vision and keep going. And here are a few thoughts before we part. Happiness is not a destination. It cannot be bought, sold or traded. Happiness will never invite you to the party. Happiness simply comes down to a choice, to show up each and every day in the world with passion, purpose, place, and meaning. Thank you for joining Gail, Lynn Goodwin, and myself, uh, Lisa Cypress-Kamen, on Harvesting Happiness Talk Radio today, wishing you kind thoughts, kinder words, and the kindest actions. Until next time, remember, happiness is an inside job. Happiness is your inside job, and you can find Gail at inspiremetoday.com. You can find me at H-H, the number four, and then heroes, H-E-R-O-S-O-E-S, I can't even spell, dot org, H-H for heroes, dot org. And everybody, have a fabulous day, and we will be together next week. Thank you, Gail.
0: Thank you. I greatly appreciate the honor to be on your show. Oh,
2: and and we are honored to have you on the show. And thank you to Carrie, to Robin, to all the people at Toginet that make all of us look great each and every week. Have a fabulous day, everyone. And here come the tunes. Bye-bye.
1: Thank you for being a part of Harvesting Happiness with Lisa Cypress Kamen. We'll do this again next Wednesday morning at 10, 11 Central here on for more.